Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jace and Dedeker, how are we doing today? I'm good. We are reaching a very pivotal moment in the story of Exodus today, and I'm just thrilled to be here. For reals. Yes. Uh, Just to clarify to everyone. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. We're reading Exodus 19, 20, and 21 today. Uh, and if you don't know what's about to happen, you will shortly. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. Just strap Whoa, in, strap okay. in and get ready. But first, of course, as always, Emily, do you remember what happened last time? I know that Jethro Tull, the acclaimed <laughs> musician, is definitely <laughs> um, Moses's uh, father-in-law. Yep. Yeah, yep. father-in-law, <laughs> just in case we forgot mm-hmm. as he's his father-in-law. And besides that, what else happened? The Red Sea already happened. And it did. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Like, they were angry about food and stuff. And then, like, God did a bunch of food-type miracle thingies, right? Was that that time? Was that that time? Yeah. yeah. Do, you remember, okay. cool. do you remember what the food, what kind of food God sent over to them? Um, some unleavened, some bread that was definitely not leavened. <laughs> And some cows? I don't know. No, this was the mana, the mana from heaven, right? Oh yeah, secret of mana. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But do you remember okay. how it how it showed up? What the deal was with that? On do 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 <laughs> do do yes. <laughs> right. There's like right? the dew in the morning, and it was kind of crusted all about. Yeah. So Ew. could have been yeah, some yeah. sort of weird bread. Mm-hmm. Could have been some algae. Could have been some sort of insect pod thing and there was also the quail the quail came in the evening oh yeah of course how sad and they killed all the quail (laughs) yeah i mean it actually didn't say anything about them killing quail but we can only assume they were just like hi Mm. quail you're so cute yeah i know they were just like this is going to nourish our soul because of how adorable they are yeah but i doubt that that's actually what happened um and i didn't know quail were around in like the middle east but Cool. Like I didn't know. I mean, I quail. They were desert. Quail are universal. I know nothing about. I guess quail. you're right. Yeah. I don't ever. Th- I don't think I've. Well, they seen exist a quail. in America and Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I grew up. I grew up with a bunch of quail around. A little cute. Oh, you did. Cute little quails with the the feather off the top of their Ooh. head, and they run across the road oh, with all their little yes. babies, like. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, they're so cute. I love them so much. I feel like yes. they are also. I'm missing out on also, something. I've never seen a quail ever in my life. What are you talking about? Do they not get what? quail in Seattle? I don't, I mean, I don't think so. Or else I what? always really? like blinked very long when they ran across the road. <laughs> I, just, I don't think I've ever seen a quail. Like what, what is a wow. quail? I'm going to look amazing. up a quail. They're just like short and like round and have. Adorable. The, the ones, babies are the cutest Yeah, the babies are basically seen. like perfectly spherical and they follow along behind the parents in like a perfect straight line. 
They're very organized birds. Wow. I'm flapping my arms because they're so cute. <laughs> Anyways, right. this is why I don't want them to be eaten because well, they're so cute. I'm sorry, okay. Emily. I can but attest that alas. they're also cute and delicious, as I can say from I've, personal I think experience. I've only eaten their eggs, which are also delicious. Oh, quail eggs are also delicious. Yeah, yeah quail egg on like a pizza or something. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, I was thinking of like fried quail eggs like we have in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. I, like, crack that, crack that on a pizza. It's just delicious. Mm. Anyway, um, so, wow. Instead yes. of talking about eating quail, let's talk about what we're all drinking. Oh well, we, we yeah. there was one more miracle that happened last time. Oh, because they were not only hungry, but they were also thirsty. And do you remember? Did he make water? He, he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I don't know how. I forget how. Yeah, we lost this one in all our excitement about the mana and what the heck it was. Um, he struck a rock. Oh, wow. He struck a rock with his staff, and water came out of it. Uh-huh. And water sprayed out of it, I guess. Oh. Which... How cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that at all. I, I have no idea. But anyways, in terms of drinking, um, I am going back to my old friend, the vanilla peanut butter porter... I did buy a bottle of wine, but then I accidentally spent $20 on a bottle of wine where I thought I was going to be spending less than 10 So I'm taking that bottle of wine to a dinner party tonight <laughs> because I think I don't want to just consume it alone. It's too like, good so for it's us. not good enough for us? Yeah. Jeez. No, it's not that. It's just like, I was like, well, geez, like, I don't want to just sit here and like slowly rot over time <laughs> from me not drinking it. So I'm going to take it to a dinner party tonight. Okay. Gosh. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, um, I'm back in Japan, a uh, country that I do love dearly. And so I'm just back yeah. with the old classic Suntory premium malts ale. Can't can't go wrong with the classic. Yeah, make it Suntory time. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I think I may be the classiest of the three of us today with my Boda box boxed wine. The, um, you know, hipster boxed wine, I guess. Uh, this one is called... But it's a different a different brand, though. Usually you get provisions when you go for hipster box wine. Are, these are the two that I've been trying. I've been trying, like, the different flavors of each to see if there's any that I really like. Right. Because... Are there any that are good? So, so far, like, they're... Honestly, they're not bad, but they're just a little too sweet. Um, I, like, I tend to mm. like a drier wine. Um, so, anyway, this one is a new one I'm trying called the Nighthawk Black um, Cabernet Sauvignon. And it's just... Mm. It's, it's, it's nice. It's not bad, but it's just a little bit more kind of, um, you know, fruity, sweet jammy sort of flavor um and i tend to like something a little drier so yeah who knows maybe i'll try a different blend next time i don't know great nice yeah um well with that we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly and remember you can drink along with us or you can listen to us in the car but please do not do both at the same time and with that i will start us off with exodus 19 In the third month after the children of Israel had gone forth out of the land of Egypt, on that same day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. When they had departed from Rephidim and had come to the wilderness of Sinai, they encamped in the wilderness, and there Israel encamped before the mountains, before the mountain. They've encamped. Just, I just want you to know they encamped. Just in case yeah. you didn't know. 
Moses went up to God. Oh, and Yahweh called out to him out of the mountain saying, this is what you shall tell the house of Jacob and tell the children of Israel. So he went up to God. He just walked up to the mountain to where God was chilling, I guess. <laughs> and he was like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, God. What's up? What's up, God? I thought you'd be here. That's, that's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is what you shall tell uh, to the children of Israel. <laughs> this is God impersonating Moses, impersonating God now. You have yep. seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings like Gandalf and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own possession from among all peoples, for all the earth is mine. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. Moses came. Okay. Yep. We all got that, right? We all followed? Yeah. No, I mean... I'm trying to follow it. I'm I'm reading it again. So like, just basically like they'll obey and then they'll be like God's people. Yeah. Yeah. The chosen, and chosen people, holy people. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's, cool. That's okay. pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. So Moses, Lovely. Moses came and called for the elders of the people and set before them all of these words, which Yahweh commanded him. All the people answered together and said, Jeez, <laughs> all unison. the people in unison. <laughs> All that they Yahweh, got them all together. Yeah. In a <laughs> <laughs> all that Yahweh has spoken, we will do. Moses is just like blasted over by six hundred thousand people speaking in unison. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Moses reported the words of the people to Yahweh, and Yahweh was like, "Yeah, I know. They all said it in unison. I could hear them." <laughs> <gasps> Yah- uh. <laughs> Yahweh said to Moses. Behold, I come to you in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with you, and may also believe you forever. Whoa. So I thought Wait, we had established like, that like, Yahweh's already coming, like, the pillar of cloud? Is this a different cloud from the pillar of cloud? Well, but that one didn't speak, and he's saying that the people may... This is a cloud that speaks? Well, he just said that people may hear you, may hear when I speak to you. So, like... Right, so now everyone's going to hear instead of just this, like, telephone game that he's been doing so far. Okay, so it's like an amplifier. Yeah. Cool. Sure. Okay. He's the speaking cloud. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good. So Moses told the words of... the. Oh, wait, shoot. I skipped back a verse. Um, Moses told the words of the people to Yahweh. No, it just says it twice. That was confusing. Okay. Yeah. He's, he had a lot more to say, so he just had to keep repeating so it. So he just kept having a... So, yeah. Th- mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> I see. Maybe God's just tired of this whole middleman thing, and he's like, okay, I'm just going to make a thick cloud. They're going to be able to hear me. I can hear them. You don't have to be this go-between. We'll be good. This isn't working out yeah. very well for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yahweh said to Moses, go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their garments. Please let them wash their garments. Jeez, these filthy people. They smell terrible. Literally stinking to high heaven. If I'm going to be close to them, they better have washed their garments. Exactly. I can smell them up here. And be ready against the third day, for on the third day, Yahweh will come down in the sight of all the people on Mount Sinai. You shall set bounds to the people round about, saying, Be careful that you do not go up into the mountain or touch its border. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. 
No. Wait, where is this mountain? Like, it's Mount like, Sinai. Is it in the distance? No, they're like next okay. to it. They're camped in front of it. I see, I see. So they're just like, don't even think about like going on a little trek yeah. out yeah, no, into no the hikes. field. Don't go on a hike, even though I know you over there, you love hiking, but don't do it. <laughs> Oh man. Like that hiking boy. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. 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 No hand shall touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it is animal Dang. or man, he shall not live. Jeez, okay, so it's Why? like if you touch the mountain, you need to be killed, but it's like you are contaminated. We can't even have anybody touch you. We need to put you at a distance and like shoot an arrow right through you so Just, that we can kill you. Yeah, so you don't infect anyone else. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Infect him with what? Like the godliness? The mountain, the mountain juju? Have... Yeah, bad mountain juju. Yeah. The aggro crag. But I thought the mount, but the mountain's good, right? Because that's where God lives? Yeah, but it's... Does but only it's, God live there? But it's powerful, right? The, the, well, it's Old Testament God. He's like both powerful and fearful. Yeah. People fear him for sure. Okay. All right. I'm just going to let my guts reference go. Um, oh, I got it. It's okay. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, guts? Do you have it? All right. Do, 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 do okay, no, c- please no? keep no? rolling. Gosh, come on. Right, no people should touch him. Right. When the trumpet sounds long, they shall come up to the mountain. Oh, I see. So it's like, ah, it's like a race. Like you can't touch the mountain mm. until the trumpet sounds, and then <laughs> you can all run up to touch it. What? But if you do okay. it ahead of time, instead of getting disqualified, you're going to be shot. You're going to die. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. That sounds Including that if you're a goat, right. we don't even care. Right. Even the goats have to follow the rules. Yes. Dang. Moses, okay. Moses went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. He said, That's nice. he said to the people, be ready by the third day. Don't have sexual relations with a woman. What? What? (laughs) Just like randomly don't do that either. Everyone knows. It's like, no, you have to have your wits about you. You can't be distracted having sex with some women, getting your garments all dirty again. It's all going to be over. You're not going to care. You're just going to want a cigarette and you're going to want to like sit out (laughs) and have a, have a beer and a chicken leg and. We can't have you doing that. No qu- relations. Quail, quail leg. Let's be accurate. Quail leg, yes. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're <laughs> very right. tiny little quail leg. Or maybe he just wants everyone to be very pent up for this meeting, you know? like I see. Have, he have wants everyone that. to be horny to, to, for running up the mountain? No, just have That's all their, you know, their, their chi, their, their energy. I don't know. I see. Okay, so it's, yeah, so it's like this Ayurvedic uh, kind of mm. kundalini style maybe, saving yeah. up your chi in the form of your ejaculate. Yep, yep, gotta be it. Cool. It happened on the third day when it was morning that there were thunders and lightnings. <laughs> <laughs> thunders and lightnings? Well, many thunders and many lightnings. And a thick cloud on the mountain. Just and, like he promised. And the sounds of an yep. exceedingly loud trumpet. And all. Just a single trumpet, but it was exceedingly loud. Yes. <laughs> and all the people who were in the camp trembled. <laughs> Moses led the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the lower part of the mountain. Mount Sinai, the whole of it, smoked, because Yahweh descended on it in fire, and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. 
Pitocin. Okay, this wait. This sounds like a volcano. Yes, it. It. I, upon googling it, it was a volcano. Sinai si- well, was a volcano. Well, yeah. So it makes sense. So, Whoa. I think that they're they're essentially like saying that it, when a volcanic eruption occurs, it's actually just God. Well, this but... this particular one is, you know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although I guess we did theorize oh. once before in Genesis that Sodom and Gomorrah might have also been a volcano. Honestly, though, think yeah. about it. It's like you don't know what a volcano is, and but you do know that this mountain has existed for a while and it's just been around, being no, a normal totally. mountain, nothing wrong, everything's normal, and then all of a sudden it erupts. How terrifying would that be? Well, Very. and the fact that Moses predicted it, right? That God told him it was going to happen and he told the people. Right, That's so true. like doubly, yeah. doubly intense. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, when the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him by a voice. Do you suppose everyone can hear him now? Like he said, like that, so everyone maybe can hear him? that'd be cool. What? Maybe. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Yahweh came down on Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain. I'm confused about this prepositional phrase here. Came down on the mount. Down to the he top. He came from heaven to the mountain, but he landed on the top on of the, the mountain. top of it. Okay, got it, got it, yeah. got okay, it. Okay, okay. Wait, he's not just like chilling on Mount Sinai all the time. Sometimes he's on heaven, in heaven. Sometimes he's on the mountain, and sometimes he's in a cloud. Maybe, wait, but as maybe the he was up in heaven, and when Moses went up to him, he just went like close. So he could Yeah, talk he was to just him. they were still having to yell a little bit, but now God's like in the building, on the mountain, on the scene, in person. Yes. How cool. many how many Great. different things okay. can we use for mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He'll be coming around the mountain when he comes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. let's do it. Yahweh called Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went up. Yahweh said to Moses, Go down. It's like, dude, Moses I just, like, I just got up, up here. <laughs> like, God why? dang it. Uh, Okay. I'm I'm 120 years old. You think it's easy coming crawling up and down a volcano? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Go down, charge the people, lest they break through to Yahweh to gaze, and many of them perish. Let the what? Let let me just read the rest of this, and we'll try to figure it out. Okay. Let the priests also who come near to Yahweh sanctify themselves, lest Yahweh break forth on them. What? <laughs> okay. So. All right, so he told the people not to touch the mountain. Maybe that's uh-huh. still in effect, and he's like, go back down and like make sure they don't come up here, because if they see me, I'm going to get all Raiders of the Lost Ark on them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the priests? But they And the priests, they can come near, but if they don't sanctify themselves, then Yahweh's going to break forth on them, whatever that means. Can you please look up another <laughs> translation? Okay. All right, let me look this up. What verse is this? 22? Yep. 22. Okay. 21 and 22. So interesting. Because, okay, like, in in saying, like, he's going to charge the people, like, when I think of charge, I think of, like, a whole cavalry, like, running in to a battle. So is Moses the cavalry, and he's running into the battle of humans down below him? Oh, kind of like that scene in The Two Towers, where Gandalf is all, like at the front, although he's coming down a mountain. I don't know. What you got, Jace? <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I like these translations that um, people have to consecrate themselves or else the Lord will break out against them. 
Oh, uh, my. So, again, Break that's a little out. confusing. Yes. Okay. Or else the Lord's going to get real funky on these people yeah. if they don't sanctify themselves. <laughs> my anger will break out against them. Uh, the Lord will punish them. We'll, uh, let's see, break out against them. Lest Hashem. Okay, I think, I think, we, yeah, I think we got it. No, there were some, uh, there was one, which one was it? It was the uh, God's Word translation. Or the Lord will violently kill them. Oh, okay. Well, no bones about that. Yeah. Okay. Let's just put it, let's just call it what it is. Okay. Call a spade a spade. Moses, Moses said to Yahweh, the people can't come up to Mount Sinai for you charged us saying, set bounds around the mountain and sanctify it. Yahweh said to him, go down and you shall bring Aaron up with you. But don't let the priests and the people break through to come up to Yahweh, lest he break forth on them. I have no control over what I do. Don't bring him close or I might kill him. So Moses went down to the people and told them. Okay, so Aaron's allowed to come up. Aaron is yeah. cool. But apparently but even no the priests else. are not. So maybe we misunderstood. Yeah, I that. guess so. Misunderstood. I know, because like he said they can come close, but, but never mind. No, they can't. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Only Aaron. It is you quite Aaron, a it is quite it. a job interpreting the will of Old Testament God. It must be kind of stressful for yeah. Moses and Aaron and everyone I'm else. I'm sure. Oh yeah, it was very stressful. I'm assuming for Moses. And the, no wonder Moses they had is to... probably like aging rapidly right now. It's probably really like, hard. Like on the him. president that he ages so much while he's in yeah. office. Yeah, it's gotta exactly. Be that. Uh-huh. He's just going <laughs> crazy. Oh man. Okay, so let's move on to Exodus twenty. God spoke all these words, saying, I am Yahweh, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. Am I reading, like, the same thing that I've read before? Because I think I'm reading the same thing that I've read before. Okay. Uh, uh, You shall not make... That last line you just read, that you shall have no other gods before me, is that the first time we've heard that? I think so. This this is the first of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, that's the one. That's number one. Oh, I guess. Oh, do I? This I guess really, I, I didn't, feel like you've said that before, no? I yeah. didn't. I didn't realize that there was no preamble to the Ten Commandments where they're like, in order to form a more perfect union and promote the general <laughs> welfare, we set forth <laughs> these Ten Commandments for the children of Israel. Here we go, number one. I, I guess they just kind of launch us straight into it. I forgot that. Yeah, I also. Yeah, I kind of thought there would be some lead up, uh-huh. but it's like no, God's just like. Now that everyone can hear me. Screaming down from the heavens. Yep. He's like, everyone, we hear, we all hear. Okay. All right. Number one. <laughs> okay. Number okay. one. So yes, you shall have no other gods before me. Okay. Number two, you shall not make for your, or wait, is this still yep. number one? No, that's one? number two. You got no, it. No, it's number two. Yeah. Okay. Number two, you shall not make for yourselves an idol, nor any image of anything that is in the heavens above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth, you shall not bow yourself down to them, nor serve them, for I, Yahweh, your God, am a jealous God. Yeah, no shit. At least he can, like, see that about himself. That's good. <laughs> well, okay, he can take ownership of it, but he's not doing anything about it. You're right, mm. you're right. He just is like, I'm a jealous God. What are you going to do Deal about with it? it? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I am a jealous God, visiting the inequity of the fathers on the children on the third and on the fourth generation of those who hate me and showing loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. The third and on the fourth generations of those who hate me. 
Yeah. Okay. This is maybe... I think we've gotten a little bit of this previously, but this is a recurring theme in the Bible is this idea of being punished for like the sins of the fathers. You've probably heard that term before uh, yes. where it's like yes, the, the punishments that God gives out will be through multiple generations because mm-hmm. someone hated him. Right. I right. see. Or, okay. or did any number of All other right. things. So this yeah. looks, yeah, yeah, of course this looks like number three. Okay. You shall not take the name Yahweh of Yahweh, your God, in vain, for Yahweh will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Okay, quick pause. Um, you shall not take my vein in my name, my vein in name. You shall my not. My vein in how's that, how's that beer treating you over there? The rain oh, in Spain. It's, I, it's, it's treating me real well for only taking like four or five sips of it. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you shall not take my name in vain. You know what that means, Emily? Don't say God. Oh God. Or, geez, Lapeets. Jeez, Lapeets. <laughs> God. Yeah, well, I've never heard you say Jeez Lapeets, but definitely don't say that. Um, it is interesting that, like, now that we're in a translation that actually name drops Yahweh, I'm like, yeah. oh, this makes, makes more sense where they're like, don't say the name of Yahweh, you know, keep that holy. It does seem strange that now in our modern day, it is just don't say the word God, even though God is a generic term for any kind of deity, but just don't say it. Um that's kind of interesting yeah. that it's morphed into that. Yeah, so I'm actually looking up some yeah. other translations here, and this is actually super interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Because obviously, like, the King James Version and the New International, or I'm sorry, the King James is, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, which is kind of the, the version that I remember. Um, but a lot of them, including the New International Version, specifically say, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. For the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. And huh. then, What does that mean, misuses it? Well, that's the question, right, is what's misusing. But then I don't know. another number of the translations here, such as the Good News translation, says, Do not use my name for evil purposes. For I, huh. the Lord your God, will mm. punish anyone who misuses my name. So that's interesting, because I always thought that was funny, like, using God's name in vain as a kid, I was just like, what's that mean? Like using it in, I guess when they say in vain, that implies just using it like frivolously, you know, like the way we say, Oh God, or Oh my God. However, this using it for evil purposes, that's interesting. I'm kind of like, huh? So does that mean like, for instance, holding a crusade in the name of Jesus Christ, that considered, seems like kind of an evil purpose to me. That's maybe worthy of some punishment, but dang. Yeah. That's some commentary for another time. Well, there's also... Well, I do... Sorry, yes. I was just going to read one more translation here that says, do not, do not use the Lord your God's name as if it were of no significance. Hmm. Um, so that kind of fits kind of the, the other description, like the, the original way it was kind of taught to me. So that's interesting. Sorry, what were you going to say, Emily? Yeah, no. Well, yeah, just like frivolously throwing God around. But it, so... Again, I'm with two very religious people on this trip to China, and they really, like, never say the word God unless they're talking about God. Because I've played Super Smash Brothers with both of them, and they've been in situations where they're very (laughs) angry, and one of them is like, oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that that was me. That was me, age zero to what, maybe, like, 18, 17 or something? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The older guy swears, but the younger guy, I have never heard him swear. 
And we're talking like not a hell or damn. None of that even. Oh yeah, that was another like, funny thing is that yeah. That's so strange to me. It was always like what the heck and never hell, which is an odd one to me because it's like it doesn't yeah. say anything about keeping the word hell holy. Yeah. Yeah, I know that for me saying God was the very last swear word I ever started saying because that was the only one I knew for sure I'd been told oh. was wrong. And Interesting. so So you can say the F word, but I, I, not I, God. Like in my sort of evolution, I think like shit was the first one I said. <laughs> but then like as I sort mm-hmm. of progressed, like God was literally the one that I held out on the longest until I finally didn't didn't care and was like, actually I don't think this is a problem. But like that one took me a long time because that was the only one where I was like, I can see it written on the page here that this is bad. Mm, interesting. Mm, the Bible doesn't mention anything about F-bombs. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. Nope, Actually, Jace, I know all. you and I hold this in common, but uh, I know in my household at least, yeah, the swear word that got the biggest reaction as being the worst was was goddamn yeah. specifically. Yeah, yeah Like yeah, before, you know, worse than the F-bomb, Worse than shit, worse than anything else was specifically that combination. Yep. Um, and so it's so funny because it's like, I, I still, there's a part of me that still reacts to that too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 All right. Wow. Let's continue yeah. these commandments. All right. Uh, Verse eight. Remember yeah. this. Yes. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You shall labor six days and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to Yahweh, your God. You shall not do any work in it, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your cattle. Make sure those cattle don't work, okay? (laughs) If I see them working, nah. (laughs) Nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days Yahweh made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore Yahweh blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy." Already, I can I can appreciate some enforced uh, time off. I could use some of that in my life. Yeah, definitely. Except for it sounds like you still have to like do something for God on that day, right? Uh, you keep it holy. Well, I guess at least okay in the Christian tradition, that's you know Sunday is the day, the day that you, you go, go to church. church. Um, right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but just yeah. this that like you you yeah. can't even have your like servants work. It's like everyone has to get this one day a week off. I actually think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, it is. All right. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. Okay. So that's it. Just like honor them. Like, what does that mean? What does it mean to honor your father and your mother? Uh, I don't know, but I will tell you that was definitely weaponized against me <laughs> to make sure that I behaved. Ooh, yikes. Really? Oh, man. Oh, are you kidding me? Every, oh, yeah, every like, uh, again, I can only speak from a Christian tradition, not from a Jewish tradition or anything like that, but every Christian kid gets honor your father and mother yeah. thrown at them. If you're disobeying yeah. or you're sassing back or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's what it's... Really? Hon- I think that's why, like, it's so effective is because honor, it really, because it really is. It's like, well, what does that actually mean? Like, and it can be used to mean everything. I can attest. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. Yep. I definitely never got that as a kid. <laughs> I just was scared of my mother. So I was like, ah! but that's fine. <laughs> I was like, I will honor you because I have been Because I am afraid. But I definitely was never told that I needed to. <laughs> it was well, just okay. something I did. This was in elementary school. They also always had to make sure that you knew that like, this is the only commandment that has a promise attached to it, that has kind of a transaction attached to it, which is like, if you honor your father mm. and your mother, your days will be long in the land. 
Um, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's the so, only one that's like if you like do you're this, live a you'll live good a good long life. Good long life. Yep. I mean, I wow. I would argue that right. taking the Lord's name in vain has a punishment, a sort of attached, more of a threat that Yahweh will hold threat. will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. I guess that's true. I guess, but this yeah. was more of a like yeah. here we're gonna dangle the carrot. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, these next ones are just like real short. Yep. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Wait, like... Basically don't... Uh, like, you don't, don't... Don't, like, tattle and lie? Don't, don't lie. lie. Yeah. yeah. False, okay. false yeah. testimony. Don't be a liar. You can testify against your neighbor, just yeah. not falsely. But it better be real. Yeah. Okay. Although it was against your neighbor, it wasn't like, you know, if it's about a Hittite, you can lie your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right, that's all right. Kinda, yeah, all right. Threading, threading the needle on the word of the law there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, all right. I could argue that the Hittites are also your neighbors here in this mm-hmm. land, but, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we'll leave mm-hmm. that to the lawyers to debate. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, here we go. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. So, funny story. I was just talking about the Ten Commandments with uh, with Jeff, with one of our religious people that I know uh, here in China, and he said that uh, one of them was, you shall not cover covet your neighbor's donkey, as actually it used to be your neighbor's ass. Right. In the King James Bible, but they changed it because it's funny. <laughs> That's why they changed it. But you want to know what's funnier is the fact that you said cover first. And I really like, first of all, I love you shall not cover your neighbor's donkey. I love that. Also, you shall not cover your neighbor's ass. I love both of those. Yeah, like let it let it ride, <laughs> man. Like let it sleep, like be out in the open. Let it do its thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> is that was yeah, that was that ten? In the King Jane. Was that ten? One, oh, two, yeah. three, no, four. No, you're right. Yeah, that's five. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's that's the ten. That's it. There you go. There All right. Go. So don't covet your neighbor's crap. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Or his ass. All the people perceived the thunderings, the lightnings, the lightnings, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. <laughs> When the people saw it, they trembled and stayed at a distance. They said to Moses, speak with us yourself and we will listen, but don't let God speak with us lest we die. They're like, we're happy to have a middleman here. (laughs) I say, okay. God may be tired of it, but like, we don't want to accidentally do something bad and die. Yeah. All right. Moses said to the people, don't be afraid. Oh, sorry. Sorry. What is Moses' voice? Uh, Don't be afraid, for God has come to test you, and that his fear may be before you, that you won't sin. Okay. The people stayed (laughs) at a distance, and Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. Yahweh said to Moses, This is what you shall tell the children of Israel. You yourself have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. You shall most certainly not make alongside of me gods of silver or gods of gold for yourself. You shall make an altar of earth for me and shall sacrifice it on your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your oxen. So meaning like kill the sheep and oxen and put it on this like 
alter uh, both? I, th- yeah. I think he's, yeah, he's saying, like, if you're making an altar, you're not going to put any other gods on it, like, no other idols, and you're just going to use okay. the altar for sacrifices. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, in every place where I record my name, I will come to you and I will bless you. If you make me an altar of stone, you shall not build it of hewn stones, for if you lift up your tools on it, you have polluted it. Wow. Okay, that's very specific. I had no idea. Neither you, yes, neither shall you go up by steps to my altar that your nakedness may not be exposed to what? it. What? Wait, what? wait, wait. What? I have, like, so on. don't be naked around my no, altar. No, no, no. Okay. Damn it. This is what, like, okay. You can't go up any steps either to my altar or near my altar because God is going to be able to see up your strappy little skirt that everyone's wearing and see your oh, junk. No, is no. that what it is? No, 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 no. no, no. I, I think it's, I think it's steps as in your human steps. Like don't step on it. Like don't go up onto it by stepping up onto it. Don't get all up on it. Can don't. you look up another translation, please, to help us understand this nakedness part? I never have heard uh, this verse in my life. Uh, okay. Uh. Okay. No, actually, I think you might be onto something. So the good news translation says, oh, man. do not build an altar for me with steps leading up to it. If you do, you will expose yourselves as you go up the steps. See? Exactly. Oh, it's oh, literally, see, okay. oh, wait, we wait. can see up your skirt. Don't let us see that shit. I've got an even better one here. This is from the Common English Bible. Don't climb onto my altar using steps. Then your genitals won't be exposed by doing so. <gasps> Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just going to spell it out for you. No just problem. Like, please, just do not flash me. Do not flash me. Oh my gosh. What's it the just next keeps one? getting what, better. The, the God's Word translation. Oh, Never use stairs to go up to my altar. Otherwise, people will be able to see under your clothes. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Great. This is amazing. Why didn't they teach us this in freaking Sunday school? Like a bunch of ten-year-olds would be cracking up. A couple of reasons why they wouldn't teach you this in Sunday school. (sighs) We would okay. We'd be so much more engaged though. Because think about it. Like as a child, you're so aware of like someone accidentally seeing your privates. Like everyone would be cracking up and embarrassed and just loving it at the same time. I think we should have. Oh, I'm sure. I think teachers should have leaned into this one rather than avoided it. Okay, the new international version (laughs) actually might be. my favorite here. God says, Really? And do not go up to my altar on steps or your private parts may be exposed. Literally. Well, that's so cute. Use the word private parts. It's so cute. Wow. Oh my goodness, y'all. Okay. This is, that was wonderful. Okay. Can I just, I just need to take your a moment to say, parts. I love the show. <laughs> I love doing this show with you. I love learning about the Bible. I never thought that I would say that in my entire life. I definitely wouldn't have said that as a child, but now doing this show and learning about like how I can't walk up on steps because God's going to see my private parts. I'm like, I love learning about the Bible. <laughs> anyway. Um, and for those of you listening, if you also love learning about the Bible, you can actually help us keep this disaster afloat um, <laughs> by joining us on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash drunk Bible study, you can become part of our exclusive community. You can get access to bonus content. We record bonus content every single episode that includes interviews with experts, 
fun facts and figures and trivia about the stuff that we're reading, <laughs> watching movies. You know, right now we're in the middle of watching a bunch of different scenes side by side of the Ten Commandments and the Prince of Egypt to kind of see how different people have tackled these stories in the Old Testament. And it's been great fun. Anyway, if you want to get access to that and also help us keep learning about the Bible together, you can go to patreon.com yes. slash drunk Bible study. And if we reach our goal of 300 patrons, then we can go back to two Bible studies a week, which we would love to do. Because again, we love doing this show. We hope that you love listening to it out there. And the more patrons we have, the sooner we can reach that goal. The sooner you can learn about more secret, like, verses about genitals in the Bible. And I don't know if that doesn't brighten up your day. Oh, there's probably a ton. I just (laughs) don't even know what to tell you. And if you've been enjoying getting all of these super top secret insights into the Bible, they're not top secret. They're all right in the Bible. But if you're enjoying all of this and you want to help spread the word and get more people in on this fun club, then, I mean, the best way you can do that is just sharing it with people. Share these episodes on your social media or whatever. But in addition to that is taking a moment and leaving us a rating or writing us a review. It helps us to show up higher in search results, to show up higher in the charts. And your written reviews help people understand what they're going to get from the show. So if they're considering listening to it, reading your review might be the thing that makes them try it. And we would appreciate it so much. Yeah. Okay, we're going to jump back into it. So I, I um, can see just by reading ahead the first like three or four verses here that this is kind of the part of the Bible where it's like, okay, these Ten Commandments, that's all you need. These are the base rules. That's all. Oh, actually, here's all the kind of like fine print and subplots and like, uh, you know, tiny oh, little, oh, man. you know, here's all the specifics. So here we go. This is what, like ad- Ex- addendum okay. A. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exodus oh, 21. Now, these are the ordinance which you shall set before them. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he shall serve six years. And in the seventh, he shall go out free without paying anything. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Cool. Um, Great. Okay. If he... Do you think this was actually slave? If you buy... Because you're buying someone. That implies slave, right? Or is it just if you employ a Hebrew servant, he only has a six-year term limit and then you gotta let them go i don't know they're fellow hebrews so yeah i know which is surprising to me it is surprising okay i'm just gonna keep going uh if he comes in by himself he shall go out by himself is he if he is married then his wife shall go out with him if his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters the wife and her children shall be her masters and he shall go out by himself whoa Whoa. okay (laughs) Okay. What? Uh, that's screwed up. That, that's not cool, man. Uh, wow. Okay, so it's like, no, no, no. I gave you this wife, and these kids belong to me, and you got to... Wow. And so does so does the hmm. wife. Jeez. Too. Yeah, the wife and the kids yeah, belong to me. Yeah, wow. that's pretty screwy, actually. Huh. Okay, I'm not so into that whole six-year term limit thing. Um, no, 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 no. That's interesting. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, hang on, hang on. It continues. But if the servant shall plainly say... I love my master, my wife, and my children. I will go out. I will not go out free. Then his master shall bring him to God and shall bring him to the door or to the doorpost. And his master shall bore his ear through with an awl and he shall serve him forever. That is not as uplifting as I thought that it was going to be. Wait, no, like 
it's, like put a little stamp on him on his ear or like put no, a little tag it, on that's his ear not a, well i guess kind of like a tag but yeah like no he's gonna give him a really traumatic ear piercing and then the servant's gonna serve Oy. him forever Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That seems okay. like that's a really difficult situation to put someone in because what if he's like, well, I don't really love serving this guy, but I do love my wife and my children, and I'm assuming that's what one has to do. I would like to stay with them, so I guess I gotta get you know like hole punched to this freaking doorpost, and yeah. then I'm gonna be in servitude forever. So that's yeah. it's like there's a strategy there if you're the master of these slaves. I did look it up, and other translations do have this as slave, not just servant. I see. Or bondsman okay. is another oh, word. Wow. Okay. But if you have this slave or this servant that you really like and you want them to stay forever, just be sure that within the six years you give them a wife. Or uh, at least a wife that they like. That they like. Because what if yeah. he gives them a wife that he doesn't like, and then at the six years he's like, oh, finally, thank They're goodness like, this loophole's yeah. in the system. Bye. He's like, this wife and kids are yours <laughs> yeah, now. <I'm> Bye. <laughs> yeah. okay okay so there's that uh moving on if a man sells his daughter to be a maid servant she shall not go out as the men servants do if she doesn't please her master who has married her to to himself then he shall let her be redeemed he shall have no right to sell her to a foreign people seeing he has dealt deceitfully with her okay um i'm confused okay can you, is there another translation that might clarify yeah, I'm, this? I'm looking it up. She shall be okay, redeemed. Okay, so if a man do think that means? sells his daughter, and if she doesn't please her master, he shall let her be redeemed. He won't, he can't sell oh, her off. I redeemed like a voucher. So the, the good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, how far can we okay. objectify this person and dehumanize yeah, them? Seriously. So the, the good news, seriously. the good news translation here says. So if she is sold to someone who intends to make her his wife, but he doesn't like her, then she is to be sold back to her father. Her master cannot okay. sell her to foreigners because he has treated her unfairly. So you can't like sublet. You've you just can't sublet your maid Sublet servant. your wife. Yeah. <gasps> okay. So the idea wow. being, if it's not working out, he has to sell her back to her father. Yeah. Great. If okay. okay. Or, Great. Or phrased a different way. In the Message Bible, if she doesn't please her master, her family must buy her back. Oh, so it's almost right. like a return oh, wow. policy if you phrase it that way. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Um, Jeez, there's more stipulations. You have to buy though. her back. Yeah. There's more stipulations. Yeah. Okay. okay, please continue. If he marries her to his son, he shall deal with her after the manner of daughters. Okay, I guess that makes sense. If your son marries the servant, then she's like your daughter-in-law. You got to deal with her. However, you deal with daughter-in-law is probably yeah. not much better yeah. than this. Um, okay. If he takes another wife to himself, he shall not diminish her food, her clothing, and her marital rights. If he doesn't do these three things for her, she may go free without paying any money. Okay. So it seems like there's kind of this implication that it's like if you sell off your daughter to be someone's slave, that it's automatically he gets all kinds of sexual rights to her, I'm assuming. Well, this is sold off as a maidservant to be married to him. Oh, sold to be married. Sold to be married. Yeah. I see. I did not pick up that subtext. Well, yeah. So if she doesn't please her master who has married her to himself. I so see. this is okay. selling your daughter off to be married to someone. Yeah. I see. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So, uh, okay. But if he takes another wife, then he still needs to support her. If he doesn't support her, then she can, she can leave. Okay. I she guess can that's, bounce. Okay. That's but just cool. n- not even yeah. support her, but like can't diminish her food. So she can't get any less clothing or food or marital rights, whatever that is. 
in order for him to take another wife. Okay. I mean, that's good. Yeah, I mean... Great. It's good that I mean, making the best out of a... <laughs> a bad situation. Overall bad situation. Yeah. Let's yes. just call yeah. it like it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. One who strikes a man so that he dies shall surely be put to death. Makes sense. But not if it is unintentional, for God allows it to happen. Then I will appoint you a place where he shall flee. Oh, oh. so it's like if you accidentally kill someone, we won't kill you, but we do kind of have to banish. banish you. Like make you banish it. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. do have to be banished. Okay, all right. Okay. Just to be safe, I suppose. Um, if a man schemes and comes presumptuously on his neighbor to kill him, you shall take him from my altar that he may die. Okay, so this is like if, he's, if it's premeditated then he needs to die. Well, I think even if he didn't succeed in... No, uh, like, I, I think what this is, is if he schemes, It was attempted, attempted murder. Attempted murder, then he gets banished, I think. No, no, no. Attempted murder. Oh, you shall take him from my altar that he that may he die? That he may So maybe die. he's, like, banished with the intention of him dying in the desert. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Let me let me okay. look up some other ones of that. You can you well, can continue if you want. We got That's we got really, some yeah. more to get through, so yeah. I'm just gonna keep on rolling. Oh man, here we go. Anyone okay. who attacks his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. Whoa. Oh, yeah. sorry. I did get some clarification here. It seems that taken from okay. my altar just means like if he's like taking refuge where the altar is, you take him out of there and then you kill him. Oh, That's what I some see. of the translations seem to be indicating. Uh, oh, okay. Fascinating. As he doesn't even okay. get sanctuary. Right. Okay. Okay. Anyone who kidnaps someone and sells him, or if he is found in his hand, he shall surely be put to death. Okay, so no kidnapping, no trafficking. Okay, yep. Um, okay. Anyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. Jeez, it's really ramping up wow. here. Wow. Yeah, basically. It's like, curse you, mom. <laughs> curse you, dad. That? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, more exactly. teenagers. Yeah. Okay. If men quarrel and one strikes the other with a stone or with his fist and he doesn't die, but is confined to bed, if he rises again and walks around with his staff, then he who struck him shall be cleared. Oh, okay. So if he... Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> Keep you going, beat up though. a dude and he's knocked out, but he's able to get back up again, then you're okay. Only he shall pay for the loss of his time and shall provide for his healing until he is thoroughly healed. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, so that's, that seems okay. fine. Yeah, pays for his hospital bills and his, you know. Right, right. His lost time at work. You know, lost time at work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If a man strikes his servant or his maid with a rod and he dies under his hand, he shall surely be punished. Notwithstanding, if he gets up after a day or two, he shall not be punished, for he is his property. Cool. Damn, cool. that's real not cool, okay? Like, it's Love fine it. if, he, yeah. if he strikes a maid or... <laughs> Love it. Great. Or his servant. He's property. Whatevs. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. even if he kills him, he just gets punished. We don't know how. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, he's, yeah. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. Give me five shekels, and we'll call it a day. Right. Okay. That's... that's if men fight and hurt a pregnant woman so that she gives birth prematurely and yet no harm follows, he shall be surely fined as much as the woman's husband demands and the judges allow. Okay, so it's a, okay. a fine for causing some kind of premature birth or causing a woman to miscarry. Yeah. Oh, but wow. if any harm follows, then you must take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for oh, tooth, there it is. Yeah, there hand it was. for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, and bruise for bruise. So yeah, Dang. there is the whole eye for an eye thing. That yeah. everything but is don't people, didn't Gandhi not believe in this? Gandhi was like, <laughs> an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Yes, that yes. is correct. 
<laughs> Gandhi was on to something there. <laughs> yeah, it took it took a couple thousand years, but he was on to something. Yeah. Here we go. If a man strikes his servant's eye or his maid's eye and destroys it, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. Okay. Whoa. If he strikes out his manservant's tooth or his maidservant's tooth, he shall let him go free for his tooth's sake. So do you think there was like servants who like really didn't like their job or slaves that really didn't enjoy their setup where they were like, okay, if I can just get my tooth loose enough that, mm. and I can piss off my master so that he just backhands me just enough that it goes flying out my mouth wow. and then that's my golden ticket out of here. Yeah, that would be a good strategy because like mm -hmm. the, the other side is like you're hoping that he does it, but instead he just beats you so badly, but you're able to get back up within two days and then oh, dang. no harm, no foul. Yeah, well, that's why you have to kind of like, you have to get the tooth up. loose yeah. first, yeah, or yeah. maybe you pull yeah. out a tooth and then just kind of have it in your mouth. Oh, that's, like, that's the way to do it. Yep. Yeah. That's the way to do it. If you were desperate enough, wow. I'm sure people did it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. If a bull gores a man or a woman to death, the bull shall surely be stoned. Gosh, this, this law applies to the animals too. Okay. Yeah. This is, and I'm not okay with this. Its flesh shall not be eaten, but the owner of the bull shall not be held responsible. But, but if the bull had a habit of goring in the past and wow. it has been testified to its owner and he has not kept it in, but it has killed a man or a woman, the bull shall be stoned and the owner shall also be put to death. Gosh. Wow. Dang. <sighs> Jeez. If a ransom, okay, sorry. The stipulations about bulls goes on for quite a while, so strap in. Wow. Okay. If a ransom is laid on him, then he shall give for the redemption of his life whatever is laid on him. Is that like a bond, like a? Yeah. A, I, like he can pay his way out of it. I guess. Okay, I'll keep going. Uh, Whether okay. it has gored a son or gored a daughter, according to this judgment, it shall be done to him. If the bull gores a manservant or a maidservant. 30 shekels of silver shall be given to their master and the ox shall be stoned. Oh dear. Okay. If a man opens a pit or if a man digs a pit and doesn't cover it and a bull or a donkey falls into it, the owner of the pit <laughs> shall make it good. <laughs> shall make it, make it so good. good. How? Make it so good. Oh, well, man. I'll tell you how, Emily, he shall give money okay, to its okay. owner and the dead animal shall be his. <laughs> okay. That's kind of, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, on the one hand, I'm like, okay, you dug a pit. Someone else's donkey fell into it. You got to give money I'm to dead. the owner for the donkey. But now you have to deal with disposing of this dead animal. Or you get the bonus of now you get a free meal. Well, you had to pay animal. for it. It wasn't free. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> now you get the bonus of a meal. Yeah. You had a you very elaborate trap that you had to pay enough for. Enough to like, yeah. yeah, dress and stuff. Okay. okay. Wow. If one man's bull injures another so that it dies, then they shall sell the live bull and divide its price, and they shall also divide the dead animal. Okay. Oh. I suppose that makes sense. It, this uh, must happen uh, all of the time, must, so they had to like do very happen, specific things if it wasn't, on each if of this, these. This can't have just all been hypothetical. <laughs> like, no, 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 it, no, 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 no. It had to have been this happened and they came to Moses or, you know, the chain of command and were like, my bull was killed by this guy's bull. What am I going to do? And then they were like, okay, yeah. after discussing it, we finally decided you're going to divide the dead bull, divide the live bull. Okay, done. Write it down so we don't have to do this shit again. Yeah. Okay. Um, exactly. Oh, wait. Okay. Or if it is known that the bull was in the habit of goring in the past and its owner has not kept it in, he shall surely pay bull for bull and the dead animal shall be his own. And that's the end of that chapter. Wow. I had no wow. idea. There were so many laws applicable to bulls. 
Yeah. Well, now we do. I, That's incredible. I thought the whole man opens a pit and doesn't cover it thing that that it was going to go like to people falling into it as well, but it's really just about bulls or donkeys falling. It's into just it. about bulls. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. It seems like they're kind of more valuable than the people that you own. So, yeah, maybe I guess. Right? I guess you're right. <clears throat> or Jeez. if it's like if a person falls well, in your pit, right. it's their own fault because they were should have been looking where they were going. They were a fool, but yeah. a bull mm-hmm. doesn't even know. A bull and a donkey can't even tell. So wow, wow. <laughs> Oh man! Well, well, that those are the Ten Commandments uh, with their addendums yeah. about bulls. Ad- the bull addendums. Uh, addenda is the plural of addendum. Well, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I've been what listening we, uh, to the History of English podcast, so I know these things. What do we? Uh, what do we think yes. is going to happen next time? I think. We're, I think. <laughs> I think the whole rest of the book and the following book is all going to be this. It's you all the whole rest of the book. I don't think that. I mean, I don't. I don't. Wait, actually it's going it to be what? Just all more laws, more addenda. I feel like I okay. feel like God's just getting started. You know. Wow. Oh, really? You think it's going to be even more of this? Well, but but the wow. whole, we have the whole book of Leviticus though. Leviticus is like all these like very very specific laws. Yeah. I think there's more story in Exodus. It's not just bylaws and stuff now. Okay, right. that's good. I just think we're not quite done with this. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, we're probably not quite done. We might not be. That's true. But yeah, I'm very interested to see what happens. But um, next week, we cannot wait to share more of it with you. Thank you for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at DrunkBibleStudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Jace Lindgren, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the, the, the. The theme song for the book of Exodus is Our Story Begins by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com.